And so it is the fact that you start on a journey, your story starts this way, but it doesn't end this way. Because as you go through your journey, something opens up and that story goes a different route. So the previous story is just a building block, a foundation piece that's built upon it. What is up, our fellow Legacy Ninjas? It is such a unique thing when you think about life. Life ebbs and flows. How many of us are fighting those ebbs and flows that take place in life? When things get tough, we start pushing back. We try to run away from those tough times, but you've got to embrace them because that's where growth takes place. So with the highs and the lows, it's all part of life. You've got to embrace those and welcome those into your life. If you enjoy the episodes, the conversations that we have with our guests between ourselves, go rate and subscribe to our podcast on the different platforms, wherever you listen to your episodes for the different podcasts. But if you enjoy the conversations, go find us, go rate, subscribe to what we're doing. Enjoy the episode. and We'll catch you later. What's up, Legacy Ninjas? Welcome to another uh, episode of Legacy. We're Big back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hibernation season is over. <laughs> Although technically for bears, it's probably just getting ready to start. <laughs> so Scott, how you doing today? You know, it's been an interesting time, that's for sure. Like I did the five short episodes and then I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't know, because like, I can talk, but like after you have conversations with other people, having a conversation with yourself just doesn't work out anymore. Right. No, I, I, I totally get that. I think there's a collaboration piece and a tribe piece that once you're used to that, it's hard to uh, do something solo. Not to say that there won't be times when you won't be able to or that you won't be forced to do that, but I uh, appreciate you holding it down. With I tried my best. That's all I can do. So, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, what do we, is this a, since we're getting ready to revamp kind of everything is, do we consider this a, a another season, a different season? No, it's just continuation. continuation. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> ebbs and flows because that's how life works. Right. Like ebbs and flows are just normal part of it. Right. Right. You didn't ask, but I'm drinking a breakfast blend coffee at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> it's been one of those week, uh, one of those weeks, though, man. It's been brutal, um, but thankful for the growth and the opportunities. Uh, with that being said, let's talk about. Well, first of all, we've got a whole list of guests that, that uh, we know that we're going to be having upcoming. That we knew to have a sit down and conversation with. Yeah, so uh, we're kind of going back to doing the legacy digging um it's really crazy we just got so busy and i hate to say that because <laughs> i hate that term but there's no other way to describe it i don't know if it's busy or if it's just being super productive yes. and then things you seeds have been planted and well, now the harvest is starting to show up and now we're trying to plant more seeds for other things correct and, you have, and we had to prioritize other things right um but Super excited to see not only the feedback mm. that we got from a lot of the uh, potential guests, but also just from the feedback about the podcast in general. Yeah, I think my favorite one was when somebody said that this was a special podcast and the conversations were very different from what people were having. Do you have anything, any takeaways or anything that you're excited about? Honestly, it's like you just never know. 
until you get the feedback. And like we've talked about this before, that feedback really, we can continue to go and do it. But until somebody from outside the circle says something, because we have family and friends that know what we're about and what we do and whatnot. But when you get it from somebody that's not even part of the circle, it resonates a little bit differently. Like we love the support that friends and family show, but those are people that have been around. So they know what we're doing. But when you get it from a stranger that's not part of the circle, it speaks differently because it's somebody that you don't know. Yeah, it's the affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to know that people resonate with what you're doing. Not that you want all the yes men around you, but yeah. um, but it is nice to know that, hey, people are patting you on the back saying, hey, great job. Uh, especially those who are podcasters as well. I think that's a huge recognition when you know, that somebody else has 950 mm-hmm. podcast episodes and says, I would love to be a guest on yours. Yeah. Like to me, that's mind boggling. Especially um, because we're at 32 episodes right now or something of that. So sure. a, a very small, but it's actually a unique, unique thing though, too, because we've highlighted that a lot of podcasts death that comes to the episodes are like episode seven. Now you're starting to see episode 10 as being that threshold and whatnot. But it is also interesting to see the numbers that of active podcasts and the listenership because there's more people listening to podcasts because of the flow of the ability to actually have an uncensored thought or an opinion and not having to worry about somebody coming back and say, oh, you can't say that. So I think people are looking for those different perspectives and podcasts opens up the door to just be yourself. But it also depends on the brand that you're trying to build, though, too. Yeah. And I think what uh, I think we're getting ready to see an explosion again mm-hmm. of podcasts. Uh, people just continuously show us that they love micro content, mm-hmm. but they also love the content that they, even though it is maybe micro because it's shorter in length, but they want to eat it all up. Yeah. Right. How many times have you seen people say, oh, I love listening to this type of podcast? tag me with what what you're listening to yeah. right i have people turn around and say you know i wish there was a podcast for that yeah. all the time and so when people say wait you have a podcast what's that about tell me more their ears perk up yeah. right um and so i think we are going to see another explosion of that i think that um you know now that so many more celebrities are getting into it but what's cool is that because it is micro content you know i think it's easy for somebody to say oh well I listen to Matthew McConaughey's podcast, so I don't really want to do it because why would they listen to me versus Matthew yeah. McConaughey, right? But because it is that micro content, you can absorb so much of it. Yeah, well, it's also an interesting thing because I actually came across another listening platform, listening to uh, Entrepreneur on Fire, John Lee Dumas's uh, podcast. And it's interesting, the gamification that they're doing on that uh, listening app. It's uh, Potopilis or something like that. Uh, Potopilis polio or something like that i'll highlight it but it's interesting because you can go in there and start connecting with other people that listen to the podcast start having an interaction that a lot of hosts don't get to see and then you can actually listen to the episode and find clips that you want to clip and then it tags inside the whole listening app and then that allows people to get a shorter insight into whatever it is so it's like hey you listen to this podcast or hey here's what something really resonated with me take a listen to it and then see if this is a podcast that may resonate with you just based off this little clip that resonated with me. Yeah. Well, you know, and for the longest time, 
I would only listen to tads of pieces of podcasts. I'd catch an episode here, you know, and it's just basically running a business, then coming to record a podcast, you know. But when you go back and you even listen to your own mm. self-talk, right, which is like <laughs> what everybody fears and hates, you go back and you're like, you know what? That was actually a pretty good interview. Like, mm. I can't believe I said that. Or I can't believe that that question only got asked me that one time out of like the 25 yeah. uh, interviews that I did or the 32 podcasts that we read. It depends on the podcast, though, too, because yes. you'll have some of these guests that will come on like we've seen. And they're like, these are the pre-scripted questions that have to be asked. I'm like, I'm not asking any pre-scripted questions. Right. We will have a conversation and just let it flow. And that is it's a lot better because it's stuff that people haven't heard right right 100 well and that's what is so cool about the podcasting world right because mm -hmm. you have some people where they're very analytical they're very uh non-linear but they still want to do the podcast right yeah. and there's so many different variations you've got you know podcasts where guys are just laughing the whole time and you got that one dude who's got that real high screechy laugh and it's like man that's annoying but it's catchy yeah. right and again i mean they're just having a good time you can't fault somebody for that you got people who are like generally trying to really get real information out there for their audience and their listeners and, and try to bring in and zero in on you know the uh the meat and potatoes of yeah. a story you know so i don't think that there's any wrong way to podcast and that's kind of also what's really cool about it and so as i'm listening to some of these podcasts uh, i've gotten more away from the judgment piece hmm. in terms of uh of my own stuff and the way that we do stuff <laughs> but now when you listen it's kind of like man that was such a great question or man they're having so much fun just going with the flow yeah. you know and i think that that's what is so unique is because it is kind of like a an eargasm yeah. you know when you hear that or you know and it, it makes you feel like that you're in that moment um like you're sitting in the room with them and that's kind of like you know that it's it's weird but it lifts kind of uh, those endorphins you yeah. know what i mean to to be able to get joy out of listening to another conversation yeah well and i think that's also if you have an open mind listening to a conversation there may be a piece that you haven't thought about before or it's highlighted in the episode or the conversation that that could be what you've been looking for and so it is having an open mind and really going and finding different shows different episodes that resonate with you because there may be something that you're missing but you come across it on a certain episode because you decided to go take a chance and go listen to something different So let me ask you, with the direction of where we want to go, mm. right? And again, if you're unfamiliar with that, maybe explain that process first. Uh, because again, a lot of our listeners, maybe they don't know the depths of and how much work goes into a podcast, but also what do you want for the final result? Ultimately, it's a creation space to welcome people into the space of non-judgment but also helping people to think differently and showcase things differently that are normally done. But I think it's also given a opportunity for people to connect 
and dive into something that they haven't considered. I think, and I've highlighted this, that sometimes you have to audit your belief system because your belief system may not be yours. You've taken it on from somebody else and that could be holding you back. And so you've got to show up and do that deep dive. But I think the space that's created allows somebody to be able to do that when somebody's not uh, not judgmental. But it's also showcasing that there's things out there that you can do. It is really truly finding a medium that meets you as an individual. Because we've talked to individuals, they'll go start an episode and then nothing comes out of it after that. Um, and then some people, when it comes to the reels, like the short form content, that way people don't like doing that. And then other people are very strong in writing. So you've got to find your medium that's going to uh, meet you best as an individual and not try to fit yourself in a box because there's so many different avenues that you could fit in. And so it's just really showcasing and allowing people to understand that just to find your niche, whatever that is, find what fits you as an individual and go run after it. Yeah, there's so many things in there that I feel like that we're we just kind of drop like so many nuggets on people here. But the one that I wanted to zero in on was talking about defining your own belief, mm. right? And and figuring that out. It is such a weird space in today's age because we absorb information so much faster. We have access to everything, but we're constantly rewriting the stories of the things <laughs> that we're hearing, yep. right? I remember I had a friend when this concept was first introduced to me, I was like, what does that mean? And he said, well, let me give you an example. He says, I went to work last week and I told somebody I went to go see the new It movie. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. And then somebody goes, was that scary? And somebody else said, oh man, I saw it. It was super scary. <laughs> so the next time he goes to tell the story to somebody, hey, I went to go see that new It movie. It was so scary. Yeah. Right? But somebody else goes, well, it wasn't really that scary, but it was done pretty well in comparison to the original. Yeah. So then he goes and tells the next person, hey, I went and saw the new It movie. <laughs> it was pretty scary, but, you know, I don't know if it was as good as the original, <laughs> right? And it's like, it's not like that his his thought process wasn't really changing. It's just yeah. that you just repeat what other people are saying because it's fresh in your mind. It's relevant to the conversation. It sticks, Right. And so how many people, when they go to have these conversations with people, are really telling their version? But, how many people are really telling a retold version that's been said multiple times? Because as you know, when people go to speak and have conversations, a lot of the times they're saying the same thing to people. Aaron calls them NPCs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? That you go and have these conversations and that these people are literally saying the same thing over and over until yeah. they find, kind of complete the quest, so to speak, like in the video game, to be able to move on to the next yeah. mission. Well, I think it's it's a unique thing when you talk about the story piece, because that's one of those things that I highlighted. And it was it's about building your brand, but also your story, because if you're not building your brand and telling your brand, somebody else is building it for you. And that version that gets put out there may not be what you like. The, the story is the same thing. If you don't tell your story, somebody else is going to tell your story and you may not like that version. And so it is the fact that you start on a journey, your story starts this way, but it doesn't end this way. Because as you go through your journey, something opens up and that story goes a different route. So the previous story is just a building block, a foundation piece that's built upon it. 
And so it's one of those things that we highlighted, the fact of just like you telling your story, the night that you went up there for uh, memoirs, you had written it out. And I was like, why are you writing out your story? You know your story best. But it's the fact of, is somebody going to judge it? Yeah, 100%. And the thing is that we're always judged, uh, mostly from ourselves, right? I think what was, uh, that was a pivotal moment for me, honestly, because there was a, it's, it's a safety thing, right? Mm-hmm. And again, having for me, I've always just kind of read it off of a lot of stuff because the mem- memorization piece mm-hmm. is really difficult because I write so many new pieces all the time. And again, it's a whole different art of performing versus maybe writing or yeah. and, and things like that. But something to be said about that, though, is no matter how good of a person you work to become, right? Maybe you don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's that's your prerogative, right? Maybe you're a person who's like, you know what? Like, my goal is to have society would look down upon. Yeah. Maybe your self-fulfillment is something that people would highly um, be in fond of, right? Whatever it is, at the end of the day, no matter what, you have to walk away with knowing what you do. Yeah. Other people, regardless, no matter how hard, how bad, how good you are at something, somebody is going to basically be in opposition of it. Yeah. And no matter what, that one or two people or maybe those handful of people that are find you in opposition, they're going to say stupid stuff about you <laughs> bad stuff about you no matter what yep. right you could be gandhi and people would talk shit about you because you're gandhi right <laughs> yep. because your name is gandhi because you are oh all he does is give away advice you know that he's sitting there probably contemplating stupid shit like, <laughs> like whatever it is right you could be at the pinnacle yeah. right of being you could be the best of the best and people are going to hate on you yep. Hey, Michael Jordan's not the greatest player of all time. Tom Brady sucks, right? <laughs> like you're hating on him and you're hating on these people. But what does that say about you as a person who's judging? What does that say about you for somebody who's hating on somebody for being maybe the best of, what, of their craft yeah. or master of their craft? So no matter what, somebody's going to say something. And it's your your choice to turn around and say, no, here's the truth. Yeah. Or... You know, you you got to deal with it because if you don't speak up, you got to listen to it. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because you have I, this week you've had some people are like, someday I'll go and tell my story. And then they're on someday aisle and they'll never get there because they're waiting for the perfect moment. They they have the judgment piece. And it's understanding that, like, even if it's just one person that needs your story, you got to put it out there because if you don't do it now, you could walk outside your house and get run over by a bus. And then your one day, someday that you're going to do it doesn't show up. So, you know, I, I agree. And my old version of me would be like, yes, yeah. Stop right there. Pause it. Fuck it. Don't say that. Let's just say what we're going to speak into existence. Let's go after it. We got this. Let's go. Right. Uh, like I get super excited about people who want to get into that next level. Mm-hmm. I get excited about people who want to help themselves and people who basically like have never experienced greatness and all of a sudden they're going through and they're like this is so weird i have no idea what it's like nobody's taught me this i'm so scared i get that but at one point do we have to sit down and turn around and say you know what fuck it i don't care what you think Mm -hmm. i don't care what i think anymore i just have to do it (laughs) but also at the same time it's kind of like well 
you're almost pause your momentum yeah right or slow it down or you know and the shitty part is that a lot of times you don't have control of that mm. a lot of times when you do have control of that a lot of people are hitting that fast forward to catch up then it's hard though because you're trying to pick up momentum again so it's yeah. stopped on you absolutely but there are these very few moments when you get to kind of operate in this realm where you get to pick and choose mm. like you know what i don't want to listen to that song so i'm going to fast forward or skip it or i only like this part of a song so i'm going to put that part on constant repeat so yeah. i can just listen to that right and when you kind of are in that zone to be able to say you know what this is my season of using this word. This is mm. my power word for the year. This is my motto. This is my mantra right now. Like, you know, those things change all the time. Yeah. But people have this expectation that they want something forever, right? I mean, a marriage till death do us part. Yeah. It's ingrained into <laughs> us, right? That we have to have these things forever. And yes. I believe in the ideology of wanting to have one partner for the rest of my life. Yeah. Right. I know that the rest of the world is changing a lot of that, you know, so for me, it's like now it's the statistics are against me. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the math, the algorithm, uh, I mean, everything I watch on TV tells me otherwise, yeah. you know, um, and all those things. So now it's like, now I embrace that even more. Right. But it's not just, that it's the pinnacle and an idea that if that can't last forever then what do relationships with people i care about yeah. what do passions of things that i like to do and that i resonate with and that i'm passionate about at what point do we stop the idealization of yes we, we we're going to have these things forever yeah. i i think that's just a matter of switching up because i think seasons happen seasons are part of life seasons are part of what's around us and whatnot so you'll have some people that will be in your life for forever and you'll have some people that come in for a season you'll have some people that come in for a second and some people that come in for a second maybe they are coming in with holding up that mirror that you don't want to see and you're like screw this shit but it's there for a reason and so when I see some people are like, someday I will do this, it gets me fired up because I'm like, someday's not going to come because you're going to end up having that fear. Something's going to come up. You're going to constantly have that judgment piece. And it's ultimately getting over the judgment piece that you're showing towards yourself. So let me ask you this. Would you rather have to listen to somebody who says, someday I'm going to do this versus the person who says, one day I'm going to have dot 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 but that you knowing that that dot 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 is light years away at this point and again not necessarily from a judgmental stand piece but just from you know maybe the work that you've done the path mm -hmm. and then the results of what they're delivering for example someday or you know i'm going to have this large event with a, a large amount of speakers yeah. and then it never happened or i'm going to you know uh, own this much real estate or this much, you know, and, and make this much money. And then you see them pivot five or six times to something else. So would you rather deal with the, Hey, mindset of someday I will do this. It's fresh on my mind. It's something to chase. And I'm going to go ahead and do that versus 
no, I'm doing this, and then everything crumbling and and failing and, and having to start over yet again. I think the one-day person, because if they're dealing with the crumbling effects and the failure, that's just helping them grow. Mm. And so they're putting out the effort, and if it doesn't work, then as long as they're learning from it and going forward with it. But I think a lot of people that are like, someday I'll do this, shit always gets up in their way and like stops them well but what if they're the someday people who are still also doing other things and still failing just in different ways but they just haven't got to that portion yet i just feel as if the one day is like a certain the someday is like i'm I'm not really for sure Mm. someday but the one day is like one day it's gonna get here so it's like more certain on that but you could also throw and say that one day and the someday are on the same island <laughs> okay okay it is interesting um i just thought i'd put it out there you know for me i think um i'm forever a dreamer so i tend to think that if people say one day they're gonna do that you know uh i'm right there with you like I, one day i hope to see you do that right <laughs> um but also on the some days you know hey i hope someday is a reality i hope someday is closer than what you think i hope someday is maybe tomorrow i hope someday is uh something that is no longer a someday but you know the next day i think it could both play in the uh, softening the blow though too so if they don't do it then they have a way to soften the blow of why it never happened not everybody can be and go and jump on a grenade like you <laughs> um and i say that and you know it's i say that in in a good way because what makes you so unique is that you just say yes right you know whatever the situation may be whatever the situation looks like whatever the outcome is it is what it's going to be Mm. i might as well try (laughs) right and so most people do not operate that way right most people come from this it's already fearsome to do what they do it's already you know um been a a transition and a journey and a lot of growth and a lot of pain and a lot of hurt you know to be able to get to trying these things as an entrepreneur as Mm -hmm. a business owner you know to take this leap but there's still a lot of different work to to be put through Mm -hmm. and again I guarantee even some of the most successful people still have a lot of those at some point or somewhere but I personally feel like that that is a mindset and mentality that you can learn to overcome, but not everybody is willing to jump in and say, yes, right? And then you <laughs> almost take it one step further, and it's kind of like, well, not only will I jump on the mine, who's jumping on with me, <laughs> right? Um, and that's a whole different aspect of mentality, but it, it, I think that's one thing to highlight is that it's a really, I mean, there's no wrong or yeah. right way to go about your journey. It's just that maybe step backs maybe happen more often than for some others i think there's also something to be said about repeated yeah. lessons um that maybe you have to go through and learn because it didn't make sense the first time there's a comfort level you know or whatever it is there's so many different things but failing forward falling forward yeah taking one step back two step four i mean whatever whatever you gotta tell yourself pivoting well it's, doing a powwow whatever it's a unique thing though when you look at that though because like the your your personality your predisposition really isn't that way <laughs> so we play off of each other very well and we've had a lot of people bring that to light too is like you guys play off of each other very well 
And so it just it benefits the business and what we're building and whatnot. Um, but that's it also comes in the point too, like Jay uh, Jay Shetty had talked about that you want people in your life that are championing you, but also challenging you. Yes. And so I get that here with both, hey, good job, let's go. But I don't know, maybe we should look at it a little bit different and whatnot, maybe consider something different. But I think that it comes on both sides on it. You know what uh, I found to be really interesting is that by nature, I am not the uh, extrovert. <laughs> by nature, I am an observer. I am uh, somebody where I know that I will not, it may not be the first time mm -hmm. that we meet that you're going to fall in love with me, like as a person, you know, that you'll be like, oh, he was a nice guy, but he was quiet, right? But the more you get to know me, then you kind of see that, you know, and, and again, I'm not tooting my own horn. These are just things that people have told me like, hey, his charisma rubs off. Yeah. You realize that he is an authentic person and things that he talks about are real. He talks about them in real life. He talks about them with his family, with his friends, you know, and that is to me the been the ultimate and the greatest compliment that I can receive mm. because I have worked so hard to live a transparent lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but by nature, I will sit and observe, and then as I get comfortable, open up more, and people assume that you're the extrovert, <laughs> um, or or really they, I mean, when they first meet you, a lot of times they think you're the introvert, yeah. but really, as long as you know you walk in and there's an opportunity to be able to start sharing things. And if, as people get to know you, you're really the extrovert <laughs> who turns on and says, let's do it. Let's go for it. I don't care, whatever. Um, and so it is an interesting piece that a lot of people assume that I'm the extrovert. And a lot of people assume that you're the introvert when it's really the, the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I, it stabs and flows. It's uh, just being able to blend in and whatnot. But I think it's also interesting because like for myself, I've, talked about wanting to write more and so i've been able to actually tap into that with uh, facebook posts and whatnot so that's opened up the doors to tap into a different medium than the uh, videos and whatnot so it's a very unique uh, aspect but it is also one of those things to be able to really enhance your skill in a lot of different sectors to be able to bring something to the forefront that benefits a lot of people you know speaking of writing Obviously, me having a background in writing and poetry and, you know, having some really crazy list of mentors, right? Mm. People that you're be like, what? You learned to write from that guy? That's insane. How does that happen, right? How do you connect with somebody like that, you know? Um, but when you look at that stuff and, again, live streaming on Twitch, right? Most people just assume, oh, you're a gamer. Mm. Yes, I've been a gamer my entire life up until last year, right? <laughs> from uh, the... I can remember basically watching my brother and my father play Pong, you know, all the way to basically like owning every system of my own since the Dreamcast, right? And then last year giving everything up. So, but a lot of that, you know, being in the com competitive gaming community, being mm -hmm. a part of the fighting game community, the Madden community, all these competitive different things. And it's not like today where these kids can freaking sit in their underwear and win a million dollars <laughs> in a Fortnite tournament. You know, back then it was like, hey, we got a tournament in Texas in this month. Yeah. We're going to California. We're going to Evolution. You know, all these different things. And, you know, very different time that we live in. Yeah. If I had been like 
10 years younger. You know what I mean? I probably could have been in these Red Bull uh, sponsorships or whatever. But needless to say, though, like all those things, it's such a crazy time. I just completely lost off what we were talking about now. Uh, I was talking about multimedia facet aspect for myself. Yes. So, but what's interesting is with the writing aspect, mm. right? When I look back on the single biggest skill set that I ever added to my repertoire, and again, this was for selfish reasons, was writing. Mm. Because I was able to then turn thoughts into art. Yeah. I was able to transcend ideas into you know lyrics um you know for some people they say inspiration for some people it was maybe a, a really dark time or you know but ultimately what that gave me was an idea to understand windows of opportunity yeah. it gave me a completely different outlet to understand that there's a tribe for everybody in different media it also helps with writing you know thoughts and, and ads and things like that for business because now you can captivate an audience without actually having to talk to people yep. and so you know having that skill set has been really crazy because when people think and they ask me oh how did you build your businesses online that was probably the single greatest thing that I used that I didn't realize was such a tool. <laughs> well, it goes to the power of copywriting. Mm -hmm. And so you look at a lot of businesses and what the owners and what they're putting out there. It's just, you got to understand that social media gives you such a large reach. And instead of being lazy and doing a shotgun approach method or just this copy and paste, really horrible. Post and pray. <laughs> horrible when Spray you read it. Yeah, post it's like you need, you need to have people think and you need to have them really go on a deep dive and whatnot. So it's the same thing as when you're writing. You got to have people look at it differently and go at a deeper level. Yeah. Well, I think the conversation is vastly different in person than it is online mm. hard to read a personality from a post but there's also kind of that vulnerability piece that people are afraid to tap into yeah i think uh i think it's easy to be humble when you're successful when things are going well but i think true humility comes from admitting when you're being in in the maybe season of defeat oh, yeah. or failure and being able to turn around and say hey guys look as good as things have been in this moment i'm not doing what I should be, or I'm not doing the best, or right. the results are not where I want them to be. And how many businesses have you ever heard turn around and say that? Yeah, right. a lot though, because that's the piece that people are trying to hide. That's and it. also, when you think about it, a lot of times when you try to showcase struggles and failures, people didn't want to hear that. And so think about like the whole mental health space, that progression and that switch that we're having, you're having more people be vocal for men's health when it comes to the mental health space and whatnot, it's more local aspects. And so it is a switch. And really, I think that's just all it is, is just making that switch and making that change. Yeah. And, and again, there's, we live in a weird time now because for the first time, I think almost, I shouldn't say almost everyone, but a good portion of people, it's so easy to jump on for a cause. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get excited about something that you've seen 
but it's so easy to also, and, and it's a dangerous game we play because maybe we don't know mm. everything that went into that, but it's so easy to then stab your neighbor yeah. for, <laughs> you know, uh, disagreeing with you, yeah. you know, you know, so I feel like that there is a layer of skin uh, that's missing. Part of that is because you're able to hide behind a computer yeah. and you can be in uh, anonymity. But yet some people also can build huge followings for doing what they do and saying what they want. And, you know, so it is a really interesting time yeah. for uh, social media, for cr content creators, for, you know, different mediums, different platforms. Uh, but it's also kind of like really exciting to know that how many of us didn't grow up with a tribe. Yeah. How many people didn't have an entire neighborhood of kids that they grew up with? I grew up with that. Right. We'd be up playing hide and seek and it didn't matter. It could be at, you know, this neighbor's house, that neighbor's house. Sometimes it was the parents out there uh, hitting <laughs> us with the super soakers, you know. Um, but it, it you don't see that as much anymore. Oh, yeah. Right. And and obviously a lot of safety reasons, you know, you've got um, you know, all these watch list peoples <laughs> and the neighborhoods and you know, um, whatever it is, a lot of safety aspects, like I I don't send my kid out to the neighbor's house like without walking them over there and, you know what I mean so it's it's a different time that we live in um so you know from your aspect as you look at the things that are out there you look at kind of like how even things have evolved in the last five years 10 years mm -hmm. 20 years just take a stab at it what does that look like you think in the next five years for entrepreneurs the uh, social media realm and kind of the direction with everything with short form content. I think what you're seeing is actually a lot of businesses are trying to get ahead again. And so it's the short form piece, the short form content that a lot of business owners are still overlooking, even small business owners. Um, so it's a matter of getting ahead of the game and listening to people speak that have been spot on with a lot of things like Gary Vee. So he's real big on, you got to put out the content and short form content is one of those that when you look at it, it has the opportunity to allow you to hit a very large swath of individuals. Um, so it's a matter of if you don't know what you're doing, find somebody that can help you put that out there. So that way you don't lose track or you end up getting left in the dust and then you end up getting destroyed. So I think it's, I think it's key to point out that I guess people still struggle with the idea that you could take something and sell it online. Mm -hmm. uh, even those who have never dived in e-commerce, like even people who shop, they still don't understand really the power of that concept. That yes, they acknowledge Amazon's a powerhouse, right? Mm -hmm. They acknowledge that they're you know that they're responsible for a big portion of it, but people don't, still don't get it, right? And so I just want to give kind of like an example of how quickly things can grow um so let's just say that you know the two big powerhouses pepsi coca-cola right <laughs> we live in this age now where somebody could turn around and say hey i would want you to try this yeah. tell me what you think and people would try it some people would probably hate it some people would love it some people would be like this tastes delicious what's in it <laughs> right then all of a sudden they'd be like so did you know that our soda is actually gluten-free, it's vegan, 
it has all these healthy things. You won't have the caffeine crash. You mm. said we're going to have whatever, but it's so much more healthier. And people would turn around and be like, you just have people be like, no, I'm not getting rid of my Coke. I'm not getting rid of my Pepsi. Yeah. But the small portion of the people that would say, you know what? I want to support that. I want to try that. I want, yeah. Let me, where can I order this? Where can I buy this? Right. And then all of a sudden, without ever having put a single dollar into advertising, without ever having, um, you know, marketers and taste testers and all this stuff where people turn around and said, I want to try that. I want to support that just because it is vegan because it doesn't have the caffeine because it goes against big uh, companies and all of a sudden within possibly a month six months a year that they could be a powerhouse and that they could be up there right up there with the pepsis and the coca-colas of the world (laughs) and when you think about that that is like is that not power to the people it is and that's what short form content does for people so, you know, and that's just one example. I mean, gosh, we could talk about so many people who have blown up, yeah. right? So many people who have basically created an entire lifestyle because they were willing, because they dared themselves to allow other people in. Yeah. So, um, any closing thoughts? I know we kind of went all <laughs> over the place, but I still feel like that this was a still a great episode, man. We we hit so many nuggets in here. It was a, it was a regrouping. That's all it is because. Last time we both were on a uh, episode, we <laughs> haven't lost touch. <laughs> I don't even know what it was, but I know the the shorter episodes that I did, like the five, like ten minutes long, it was about. It's been a little over two months since it got posted. So, hey, we're, we're getting back into it. So it's one of those things, ebbs and flows. Uh, it's one of those pieces that, like, you go look at active podcasts. I think it's like posting an episode every ninety days or something like that. So. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, there's definitely a season, but for those of you who are listening, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, are you currently using short form content, copywriting, uh, TikTok or social media platforms? And not only do we want to know what your handles are, but, you know, tell us what has been your experience with that. Where do you think that it's going to go? Because ultimately at the end of the day, I think that it's it. We're in a. I think we're beyond the transition, mm. but it's more of adaptation, um, application, but also who's going to be able to run with it the, the furthest at this point. True, yeah, not very, very true. Well, guys, it's uh, it's been fun. Thank you again for tuning into another episode uh, with two native sons, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the next one.